Welcome to Change Now. Yes, because we need to change now. Now is when your impact story starts. Listen, get inspired by visionary change makers, and be part of the change. Meet the most misunderstood element on Earth, carbon. In today's episode, let's deep dive into carbon with Daniela Ortega, award-winning filmmaker and screen professional. Known for her documentary, Carbon, the unauthorized biography, she invites us to explore how we can move carbon from being the problem to being the solution. become? What will be the story of his life? His is yet to be written, but mine is like a book that never ends. Yet I am a part of him, building him cell by cell, right here, right now. visible to you, but if you look closer, you'll find me. See? You call me an atom, an element, a fundamental building block of life. You name me Carbon. But would you believe me if I said that before I arrived here, I was here. I was caught by the wind, flung down and buried under the earth. I was breathed in by a falcon and expelled. I was burned in the belly of the machine. That's me, again, right there, coming out of the tailpipe. True story. This perfectly formed child is partly built of pollution, of waste. You think you know me, but do you? The levels of carbon pollution in our atmosphere have increased dramatically. The daily choice is to reduce their carbon footprints. We'll abolish the carbon tax. Global carbon emissions are tipped to hit a record high it's the this start year. Of yet another war over carbon. People saying we have a carbon problem. What is your carbon footprint? What is your carbon tax? What? Is, and I'm thinking. Don't blame carbon. Carbon, carbon, carbon. It's not carbon's fault. Carbon is profoundly important in the universe. She is what makes us possible. We are nature because we are made of carbon. So is everything else. Every one of us lives in a carbon world. We have to learn to get along with carbon. Nothing is more urgent to the survival of human civilization as we know it than understanding carbon 
and where she likes to hide. I am the most talked about, but least understood element on Earth. If you are to survive me, you must understand me. So here you go. I highly recommend that you go and watch the full um, documentary. I did this with my whole family. It was a seminal moment, so please, please go and look out for it and, and watch it. Daniela, could you just bring us back to the genesis of this project for you and maybe to the research phase? So surely you have researched your character in depth for this documentary. Maybe what was that like and what surprised you the most about your character as you researched it? Well, I think that like, like most people, I thought I knew carbon. I thought that I understood carbon. I had, uh, you know, a pretty, a, thought I had a pretty good understanding of carbon. But when I started researching the documentary and the reason I wanted to make the documentary was because, like Neil says in, the, in that clip, so much noise, so much negative noise about carbon, this carbon credits, carbon tax. And I really wanted to understand carbon better for myself but also to explain it to my kids, to my family. Like, what is it about this element, this carbon that has this power to disrupt and to be on the news every day? Why? And so I started to do the research and then, I, then what surprised me, to answer your question, what surprised me when I, when I learned more about carbon was that, you know, we hear this cliche that everything is connected. You know, you hear that everything is connected. But when, you re when I researched the film, I actually understood that that is 100% true. It's chemically true that carbon is the thing that actually does connect everything. Um, and so that was, that was actually quite profound for me, you know, to, to understand that carbon is not the enemy. Uh, carbon is us. Carbon is life. Carbon is pretty much everything, everything around us, everything that surrounds you right now in that room. It's all because of carbon. <laughs> um, so that was quite a, a profound and sort of fundamental thing that I learned that I really wanted other people to understand. Um, because I think that if you really want to understand the planet, climate, our futures and everything, and our past actually as well, you really need to understand the story of carbon. Um, and did it I think that's, that's the fundamental thing that, that surprised me. Did it surprise you that maybe other people didn't understand carbon, i.e. It's, it's a sort of widespread, complete misunderstanding or misknowledge about one of the most fundamental yeah. elements on the planet? I did because, you know, I, like I said, I thought, I thought that I understood carbon, but there wasn't really a real deep understanding of carbon. And I think for most people, we're kind of, we're kind of in that same state. And certainly for, um, for politicians <laughs> and for, you know, people who run businesses and people who have a big impact and influence on carbon's story and carbon's journeys through the world, um, I don't think would necessarily have this deep fun foundational kind of understanding of carbon. So that was, that was my intention yes. to help us understand carbon better. And, and for those who haven't watched the movie, um, 
it's very graphical and you can see carbon as, as this element and it's pink and it floats all around us and it moves from a star to being us to becoming something else. And it, as Daniela says, it really makes profoundly, um, gives you the feeling that we are all connected through this one element, which if I've understood the, the documentary correctly, is 90% of all we see is carbon. And yet we target it as the enemy, which is what we're trying to talk about today. And Daniela, I know you get asked this question a lot, but um, you made your character carbon, and then you've made your character mm -hmm. female character. Why is that? Mm -hmm. I think this was um, the possibly the most controversial element of the element, the, the most controversial aspect of the film in that I made carbon a, 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 per, a personified carbon. I gave carbon a voice. Um, but I think I should explain why I did that. You know, it, it's, it's hard to get connected to something that you can't see, you can't hear, is mostly invisible. It's all around us, yet it's invisible. And so I was really trying in this film to find a way to make us connect with carbon in a way that we hadn't before. Um, and not only intellectually, like to understand carbon, but actually to kind of have some sort of relationship with carbon. It sounds very strange when I try to talk about it like this, but I do feel like we need to understand carbon better and to relate to carbon. So I made carbon a person and I made carbon have a voice and to have words to say and to have opinions and thoughts and feelings. And, and in that way, I can actually make a biography of carbon. That's, that's the biography of carbon, the life story. Uh, to understand the birth of carbon, the, the, the carbon's formative uh, you know, experiences in shaping our world, um, how carbon, what carbon thinks about what's happened to our planet over the last you know, few hundred years, a couple of hundred years, and now. So that's why I made Carbon a Person, to kind of connect the head, you know, our heads and our hearts in some way to this element. And why is it... Now, why I made Carbon a Woman... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that, that, that I went one step further, you know, with, with giving, uh, making Carbon female, which was unconventional, surprising, you know, in, in many ways... People ask me, it's like, what, why, is, why isn't carbon male? You know, you think about carbon should be male because it's this big black, you know, element, you know, carbon's a, you know, it's the, a builder, you know, carbon's strong, carbon should be male. <laughs> but when you start to think about the role of carbon in building planets, in building life, in building our kids, you know, building our families, building our civilizations, you really start to see carbon as an enabler or a creator or even a, a, a mother, of, of, a mother you know, of sorts. And when you start to have those ideas, at least I could not disconnect that with a female being. You know? um, and I have to admit, I guess it's my voice. I gave carbon my words and I'm me. <laughs> you know, and I'm a mum. <laughs> so I channeled myself, you know, but I, you know, I channeled myself into carbon too, because that's what, you know, as, as a filmmaker, I can do that. I have license to do that. That's great. Um, well, I'm, I'm not so going to argue with your choice on this one. 
And Daniela, you used the word unauthorized in the title. Why, why is that? Were there some barriers? Maybe some people don't want us to understand carbon for what it is? Why use this word? I, don't, I think it... I mean, the, the, the thing about an unauthorized biography is... Te technically, what that means is that the biography has not... The permission of the protagonist has not been given to the filmmaker. So when you have an unauthorized biography, it's uh, it's yeah it's not been um, given the consent the consent of the protagonist has not been given in this case carbon hasn't given us consent you know to tell this story and and in some ways what I was trying to do there it's a bit cheeky but what I was trying to do was was emphasize that it's really not carbon who has you know uh, impacted the world in this destructive way um, through carbon's own own willingness. It's actually what's what we have done to carbon. You know what we have. Uh, we have steered the story. We have had the impact, the influence, not carbon herself. And in, and then I guess you know that that's the unauthorized part of the biography. It's a again my artistic kind of license, but yeah. <laughs> it also is an intriguing title. Makes people it's a go, great what, title. What is that? It does the I job. I want to know what that is. Very well. What's that about? And, yeah. And so you launched this documentary a few years ago. What happened then? What was the reaction that you got? And did the reaction surprise you? Well, I, actually, it's only released last year. Okay. So it was um, released in France and uh, various... Uh, it, it's, still, it's still being screened in, oh, I think it's 21 countries so far. So it was only released about uh, less than 12 months ago, roughly. A bit, bit longer than 12 months ago. Um, and has done many festivals, uh, won many awards. It's been a really great reception. Um, I feel like in some... The, the only disappointment, I have to say, is that there's, uh, it was not picked up as a sale in the United States because my film is quite an unconventional science film. It's very unorthodox. And for, you know, quite conservative uh, broadcasters... Uh, you know, think that it's it's not for them, um, but luckily, and and that's been the case in the United States, which is really quite disappointing. Um, but but in France, France was the one of the commissioners that first took on the film, which was fabulous, um, and and many other you know all across Latin America and and many other countries, it's been screened and it's been a really great reception. Yeah. So we're in, we're in the Cannes season, and so obviously it's a topical moment for, for movies. Do you think movies have a role to play in our fight that we're all here to fight today? I mean, I, I, mean, I have to believe that because I'm a movie maker, right? That's, that's what I do. That's, what I, that's my fundamental belief is that uh, it's the role of artists and filmmakers especially to tell these sorts of stories in, in new and interesting ways, in innovative ways that kind of shake up our thinking and the narratives that we're stuck in. Um, and I do feel like we need more of that. You know, I really do. Um, and, I, and I hope that this film, you know, inspires other filmmakers to, to also think about the climate crisis and, and many, many aspects of the climate solutions as well in interesting ways, you know. Um, there's uh, a lot of saturation in, in out there in, in what we can watch. 
So yeah. to do something that's surprising, you know, unconventional, uh, innovative, I think is really, really important. Otherwise, otherwise people don't, they just don't watch, yeah. you know. So yeah, it's a challenge. And let, let's just get practical, Daniela. So the, the main message of the movie is that one needs to change their relationship with carbon. What does that mean in practice? What does that mean for individuals? And what does that mean for corporates and, and people who have a different type of voice? So in my film, it's a very intimate, it's a very intimate, personal, emotional film about our relationship. And so what I was trying to say to the, what I was trying to imbue on the audience watching the film is that every time we talk about changing our relationship with carbon, what that actually means is we're building a bridge toward the places that we love and, and, and the people that we cherish in our, in our lives. So we need to remember that to preserve, we talk about you know, preserving biodiversity and, and all of those things, and that's, that's fundamentally important. But what that means on an individual personal level is that to preserve the, the places and the people that we love, actually. So it was a real, to carry that in our hearts every day, you know, to remember and to reflect on that, and to think about your connections with carbon and how your life intersects with carbon in your daily actions and your reactions and how you want to preserve the places and the people that you love. So that's a really, I know it might sound a bit fuzzy, but it's actually quite a deep, a deep effect. I was looking at something quite, yeah, it's deep. Um, so yeah, that's in, so in, that's in, that is actually in practice. That's so something you can, you can actually practice every day. Remember that. Remember how you interact with carbon, and why you want to change your relationship with carbon. In, and then, of course, how that translates to on a bigger level is to think about, you know, who are your political leaders and who are your business leaders around within your sphere that also get the carbon story and get what it means to change our relationship with carbon in this deeper, more profound way, not a superficial way, and to support them. Yes. And to make connections with them. So that's what that means. I mean, on a corporate level, you can extend that too. You know, in every sector, corporate leaders can reflect and look hard about in their own carbon story of their organisation and you know, think about extending the ideas of the film, how to respect the cycle of carbon, what can we do to reduce our level of harm and negative impact on the planet and how can we make your organisation, you know, have a healthy relationship with carbon. It's still the same. It's just extended on the, you know, on a different scale. Yeah, so that's what the film's trying to do. Thank you, Daniela, for uh, making such a great documentary and uh, thank you for joining us.